A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to another Arse Blog Arsecast. Coming up on this week's show, we have got a tale of the unexpected. The man in the bar has got a player history. Abue is here. We've got some newsreel and talk of Nazri and Hleb. Stay tuned. So welcome to what is bound to be a much shorter Arscast than usual. There is no blog chat on this week's Arscast. I did try and rope somebody into it, but uh, thankfully for him, he couldn't do it. And it's probably a good thing because there's so little to talk about that I'd just be dragging that person down with me. So it's going to be going to be a bit shorter than usual. Um, technology is a wonderful thing, is it not? We're all sitting here listening to this, or you're sitting there listening to this, uh, going on websites and getting information from all over the world, all to do with technology. And I was sitting here for the for the last uh, 40 minutes, uh, trying to figure out why it was that when I recorded something, I couldn't hear it back. I can hear it when I'm speaking. For example, now in my headphones, I can hear that. But I went to play it back. Uh, there was nothing. So I said, oh, no, maybe it's just a program I'm using. So I tried to play some music in iTunes. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I thought, oh, well, maybe it's my headphones. So I changed my headphones. No, well, maybe it's the cable going from the computer into the mixing desk. I, I changed that. Nothing. Right, this is getting confusing then. Well, maybe it's the little splitter cable I have that you can plug two pairs of headphones in. I tried that. Plug Nothing. Plug the headphones directly into the back of the computer. Nothing. All right. Oh, well, maybe. I just need to restart the computer. That's what it is. Restarted the computer. Uh, as some of you would know, it, it can often take time to shut down and restart again because you've got so much crap open. So by the time that finished, right, open it up, uh, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. Ah, shit. Right, what the hell is going on here? Uh, right, well, maybe the child, uh, the blogette, was playing with the back of the computer or something, and she's blown something up. I'm going to go down there and kill her. Any minute now, she's going to die. All right, well, uh, maybe it's the mixing desk. Maybe the mixing desk is fucked, but it was working fine earlier. What could possibly... Right, power off the mixing desk, plug it back in. Nothing. All right. So then I have, uh, for example, going from the back of the computer into the mixing desk, I've got like channel 3 and channel 4, so I usually use channel 3. So I said, aha, I'll change it into channel 4. And lo and behold, I changed it into channel 4 and it worked. And then I said, ah, maybe channel 3 is blown up for whatever, put it back into channel 3, and it worked. That was like 40 minutes of my life for nothing. I mean, why didn't it just work in the first place? Which is kind of, it's annoying, things like that. So, yeah, well, it's been one of those weeks, hasn't it? We're, we're pretty much in the same position we were in last week when we were all talking about Samir Nasri going, yeah, whenever it happens, it happens, you know. And, and, and we're still waiting for it to happen. And, you know, we'll, we'll be waiting a bit longer, it seems. Arsenal, in their usual fashion, have said, well, you know, when, when we've got something to tell you, we'll tell you, but not before then. So be off with you. Um... He played for France the other night, and there was some talk that he'd flown in and do a, done a medical and blah, 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 blah. But it still hasn't happened. As I said on previous Arscasts and on the blog, I'm staying completely chilled out. There's loads of time to sign new players. 
Uh, I just suppose the speculation surrounding this guy has been around uh, for so long now. You just you just want something to happen just so you can move on. It's almost like awaiting prosecution for an unseemly incident in a pub one night involving, you know, some implements and uh, lubrication and things. And, and, you know, okay, strictly speaking, it's against the law. But, you know, you just want to move on, get it over and done with it, and then just get on with your life. And that's the way this whole uh, Nazri thing is going at the moment, you see. At this stage, it'd almost be funny if he didn't sign. Imagine if he didn't sign. There'd be just uproar. People would, you know, take to the streets. How could they cope? But Nasri was coming. Everyone said it. And now he's not. What are we going to do? We'll just sit here in the corner and, and rock back and forth. When will they bring me my medicine? When will they bring me my medicine? There was much wailing and gnashing of teeth yesterday as Arsenal Football Club failed to sign a player for the 18th consecutive day. A large mob gathered outside the Arsenal Stadium, carrying sticks and fire. Chairman Peter Hillwood said, These people must think patience is just a card game. While one angry fan said, Oh, but I've just remembered we did make a signing, didn't we? Yes, there was a signing this week. Not a player, uh, but a physio. Norwich City's Neil Reynolds. Come on, it's not every day you sign a physio. People, you got to get excited about this. You know, we've all seen players arrive. We've all seen the holding the shirt up, signing the thing. Ha <laughs> ha, picture, picture. Do a few keepy-ups. Look, Jose Antonio Reyes, he's pretending not to be freezing cold in the middle of January. Look at that. Ha <laughs> ha But you don't sign a physio very often. The situation is, it appears that Gary Lewin could be on his way to join the England setup on a full-time basis. Uh, so that would leave, obviously, a situation vacant for us. Uh, the talk was during the week that this, this guy was going to be the new assistant physio, but I'm not quite sure who that would make the uh, the real physio if Gary Lewin were to leave. Perhaps this man is going to be the new physio, and he was the assistant physio at Norwich. Or there's some, uh, who knows, who knows. Well, whatever, we've made a signing, and it's physiotacular. Those people who say we're not active in the transfer market, I say, look, we have signed a physio. What other club has signed a physio this season? Have you heard of anybody else signing a physio? That means we're one physio up on everybody else. We may have a physio surplus, perhaps. Physio mountain. Like a, an EU food surplus mountain kind of thing. We're going to have to move one out to move one in. But at the moment, we've got more physio than any other club in the UK. And that is something we should be proud of, given the fact that we've got players that, that are bollocks most of the time. Perhaps this new guy comes with, with potions and spells and poultices and, and witch doctor goodness. Because that's what we need. Traditional medicine isn't working for the likes of Van Persie and Rosicki, is it? Certainly is not. Massage, no heat lamps, no oils, no. Not working. We want to get these guys drinking the blood of a goat that had a surrogate mother and the surrogate mother was a crocodile because the crocodile ate its real mother and then felt sorry for it and allowed the young goatling to suckle at its crocodile teats. That's the sort of shit you need. If you want Robin Van Persie to play a full season, that's what's going to have to happen. Fuck science and the whole rest of it. It's not happening. Goat blood. Crocodile goat blood. Croc-a-goat. Hmm. Player history? 
I think so. Ah, there's the arse vlogger there again. You know, I was asking the lads in the bar if they had one a memory that they associated with Arsenal in particular. Old Charlie over there said he enjoyed Pascal Seagans double against Fulham a couple of seasons ago. And one of the other fellas enjoyed very much Fabian Caballero thumping some Preston fella during an FA Cup replay or some shit. But none of them talked about May 26th, 1989. And the hero of that day is the fella we're talking about. Michael Lauriston Ariston Boniston Jennifer Aniston Thomas was his name. He began his career at Arsenal in 1987, having been shipped out unknown to Portsmouth, where he only made a couple of appearances. He made his debut against Tottenham Hotspur of all people in the League Cup semi-final, a game that Arsenal lost but would go on to win after coming back in the second leg. Oh, we remember that one. He played mainly at right back in the 87-88 season, but when Lee Dixon joined the club, Thomas was moved into midfield. Little did anybody know the kind of impact he was going to have. We all know the story of that famous game at Anfield. Arsenal needed to win by two clear goals. Alan Smith put him ahead early in the second half, but time was running out. Everybody knew it. Steve McMahon knew it. He went around holding up one finger to tell all his mates, one minute, one minute, and then we're going to be the champions. But he didn't count on Michael Thomas. The ball was played through the midfield, and like a set of balls hanging out of a pair of speedos, it was indeed up for grabs now. Would he take it too far? He might, he might not. Out came Graveler, and he put in the goal. Oh, and he flipped around on his back like a retarded fish. How we celebrated that night. Michael Thomas played some more games for Arsenal, and then after breaking Liverpool, which in fairness is what he did, we pulled the ultimate stroke and sold him to Liverpool. <laughs> he scored the winning goal in a cup final, or a goal in a cup final for them. I don't really care. I think it was against someone shite like Sunderland. And played for about 120 league games. Then he was loaned out to Middlesbrough, and then he came back to Liverpool and found himself behind Ivan Leonardson, which is enough for any player, I think. You get the message then when Ivan Leonardson is playing ahead of you. He went off to Benfica, didn't really play very much there, came back and played a couple of games for Wimbledon, and then he retired, because he f figured, you know, Ivan Leonardson is playing ahead of me. Nowadays he plays the banjo in a band around Whitehall with some members of the Labour Cabinet. Look out for him one night, they're called Mickey T and the MPs. It's true. More from the man in the bar on next week's Arscast. So what else was happening during the week? Well, we saw Danny Fisman uh, talking uh, about our finances, about the way we're going to operate this summer. He says that the manager is going to get whatever money that the manager wants to spend. Uh, and herein lies the thing that we all clamor for, for signings and for big names. Some people, some people know. Uh, but you're dealing with a manager that spends on average net what, £4 million a year, if even that? I don't know what his net spend is. I remember seeing something like that. Uh, and given the fact we've sold Henri and, uh, and that last season, uh, we were in profit in last summer's transfer dealings. His net spend every summer is somewhere in the region of, of, of £4 million. Maybe he has to change a little bit. 
But I don't see him going out and spending $25 million on one particular player, do you? And I don't think that we necessarily have to do that either. What Danny Fisman said, I, I tend to agree with, that we prefer big talent to a big name. Uh, last year, nobody really had heard of uh, Eduardo. He was a complete shock. His record was very, very good. There's no question about that. You're not buying a complete and utter unknown. But what you are buying is a, is a talented guy for probably... I don't know, half the price that you get the equivalent sort of a player in, in, in the rest of Europe. And certainly, I don't know what you pay for a player like Eduardo if he was English, if there was a player like Eduardo. Uh, Bakary Sanya as well, £6 million, straight in a right-back, absolute fixture in the first team. Those are the kind of players that we want. Sanya again and Eduardo both came in relatively uh, experienced. You know, they're not uh, 20, they're not 19. Sanya was 24, uh, Eduardo I think was 23, 24 as well when he came in. So they've got plenty of games under their belt. So when we talk about buying talent and experience, those uh, are the kind of players that we're looking for, I think. It's now down to the manager and his team of uh, scouts to go and find them. Because all the names that came up last season, uh, last summer in particular year, look, I remember Quaresma came up a hundred million times. Uh, and everyone said, this is the winger we need. And I sort of quite fancied him myself. I thought he might be a decent player, although uh, he's suspect, I suppose, uh, away from home, shall we say. His move to Barcelona never really worked out for him, so you'd have to wonder about a move to the UK. Uh, but, you know, that was a name that was on everybody's lips, and, and the winger that we signed was... Oh. Mm. Yeah. But you, you see what I mean. I think one of the reasons that fans get so uh, frustrated... Um, about our uh, supposed lack of, uh, shall we say, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't remember. But our lack of activity, I think, in the transfer market, what our perceived lack of activity in the transfer market, is that because we, we keep... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everything very close to our chests. We're not the kind of club that goes around talking, saying, yes, we want to buy three or four you know, players. Uh, we want to buy this player. We're looking for that particular kind of player, etc., etc. There are clubs, as we know, and as we'll come to a bit later in the show when we talk about Leb, that like to conduct their transfer business in public. Uh, Spanish clubs in particular will talk about it. They'll link themselves to everybody. And I'm looking you know, at, at players Barcelona have been linked to this season. And you're looking at uh, Ibrahimovic, Berbatov, Adibayor. Uh, so, I mean, and that's just the forwards. There must be like 20 defenders and 20 midfielders as well. Uh, we're not that kind of a club. That doesn't mean that we're not doing anything. That doesn't mean we're not working behind the scenes to, to bring guys in. So, I don't know. Anyway, I don't quite know what the point I'm trying to make is. So, um, we'll do this, which is a, a voicemail that, that I just found on my sort of voicemail thing. 
Um, maybe it was there last week. I didn't see it, but um, this is what it was. Hello, blogs. This is Jens. I would just like to thank everybody who was at the last match against Everton for their wonderful greeting for me. I also have one other thing to put right. It is clear that people think I did not get on with Manuel Almunia. This is not true. And it was brought home to me watching the European Cup Finals the other night. You have to remember when we were at Paris in 2006, Manuel came on to take over from the good work that I had done early on. This unfortunately did not work out for us. Manuel was distraught and said to me afterwards, I am so sorry, Jens, being beaten like that at the near post twice. I wish I had kept my legs together. I assured him it is not your fault, Manuel. It is your mother who should have done that. Anyway, thank you, Arsenal supporters. I love you all. Goodbye. Oh, that crazy Jens. Yeah, he sounds a bit, hmm, familiar to me. Anyway, Alexander Hleb was in the news again this week. Firstly, when uh, he was linked with Barcelona, the stories emerged from Spain in El Mundo, who are sort of the marca of Barcelona, uh, as uh, marca is to uh, to Real Madrid. Uh, the story emerged that uh, Chiqui Bagaristain, uh, Chiqui Bumstain, Chiqui, 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 their uh, Eurovision entry was called Chiqui Chiqui something, wasn't it? Not that I saw the Eurovision, or no, I didn't. I just read it. I'm I'm a well-read individual. You can't prove I saw it. Anyway, I was out drinking with Ars Blog people after after playing golf. That's manly. I wasn't in any way watching the Eurovision. Anyway, we're we're straying from the point. Uh, this guy went to uh, to Germany to speak to Kleb, and he said, uh, "I am very interested in signing you, Mister Guardiola, the new manager. He would like to have you in his team." And Leb said, oh, yes, well, that's very nice, but I've got some other offers. Um, let me get back to you on that one. But they nevertheless agreed personal terms, and, and with all the pomp and ceremony and with great pride, El Mundo announced that all that remained was for them to go and speak to Arsenal to agree a fee. Getting the whole process kind of backwards, you know, because they're supposed to go to Arsenal first and say, we want to buy your player, can we go and speak to him? And we're supposed to say either yes or no, go fuck yourselves. Uh, but, you know, this is the way transfers are, are carried out. Uh, so they agreed uh, uh, personal terms, allegedly, and then uh, a fee that Barcelona would not be held to ransom, no more, no more than 20 million euros. That's not They're not paying any more than that. So 20 million euros would, would be quite fine. But then Tleb came out uh, yesterday, or the, yeah, was it yesterday, the day before, and said, I, I don't understand where all these stories are coming from. I, I never said I wanted to leave Arsenal, which is completely and utterly true, of course. He never said it. It's his agent that said it. He's leaving. This is going to be the biggest move of his career. You know, he can't play for Arsenal anymore. He doesn't feel that if he were to stay at Arsenal, he would be able to reach the same level uh, that he did for the previous three years, which is a rather, a rather cunty comment, I think. The implication being that were he forced to stay against his will, then he wouldn't play as well as he could. 
maybe him actually playing a bit badly on purpose might be better. He might go, ah, look, I'm I'm 35 yards out. I'm going to do the last thing they expect. I'm going to shoot. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, fuck. Look, it went in the top corner. Oh, bollocks. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to do it again. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, they'll never do that twice. Oh, fuck. Two in a row. So maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that's the way to get something out of Fleb. I think he's going to leave still. I think that's uh, I think that's what's going to happen. But um, his comments were were very well um, articulated, shall we say? Nobody ever said that Leb said he was going to leave. Uh, and uh, I think the 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 difficulty comes now, of course, that Mancini has been sacked at Inter Milan, and Mancini probably liked Leb. Mourinho is now going to take over, and I don't think that Mourinho would fancy Leb and his team, and I don't think that Leb would fancy playing for someone like Mourinho either. So what was uh, practically a done deal with Inter Milan, so we're told, the way they behaved, uh, and we know it's not necessarily Mancini that would have done the deal, it was Moratti, uh, the, the the president of the club, that would have done that deal. You just wonder perhaps if Fleb is uh, is thinking, mm, maybe Inter Milan won't be the place for me. Real Madrid supposedly interested as well, uh, as Barcelona, so uh, we'll wait and see what happens uh, with him. But, you know... There you go. That's the Hleb situation. Like the Nasri situation, nothing much has changed uh, since last week's Arscast, which isn't altogether unexpected. Welcome to Tales of the Unexpected on the Osblog Oscast. Hello, my name is George. And I've got another tale of the unexpected. This week I was wandering around London, as I do, trying to sell a few of the old bits and bobs I come across. It was in Whitechapel that I met a fella that said he'd buy the plutonium, the three large circular magnets, and a window from a DeLorean car. But when it came to the moment of doing the deal, he tried to back out. You can't back out of a deal. But he wouldn't take them, so I sliced off in his face with a Stanley knife. Look, says I, now you've got a vagina on your cheek. And if you don't get out of here, I'm going to fuck it like it was my sister. Anyway, I thought I'll use those things myself. So I went to my workshop and I built a time machine. And in the time machine, I went forward almost exactly one year. And I looked back and I realised that Robin Van Persie and Thomas Rosicki had completed a full injury-free season for Arsenal. That was very unexpected to me. Another tale of the unexpected on next week's Arscast. Not much else to go, to be honest. There really isn't much else to talk about. There was the Robin Van Persie story about how we should be paying more wages. I I suspect Robin, at this moment in time, is sitting there writing a check, saying, Dear Arsenal, here are my wages for all that time I've been sitting around doing nothing. You know, when I got injured playing for Holland, not necessarily for Arsenal. Had I been injured playing for Arsenal, well then, you know, I would feel entitled to take this money for doing nothing. But as I was injured playing for Holland, I think it's only right and proper that I should give this money back. Then I will feel comfortable about making comments about wages and the like. Yeah. Unlikely, isn't it? 
tis about as unlikely as somebody offering us any money at all for Emmanuel Abue. Now it's time to be at home with Emmanuel Abue. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my home. I am Abue. Abue like disease that sound like confectionery. Top three Abue disease that sound like confectionery. Number one, polio. Make your hole minty. Number two, cardiomoropathy is when heart get bogged down with chewy caramel and delicious nougat. Number three, a boy disease that sound like confectionery. Eminemingitis. Give you crusty shell outside with chocolate or peanut interior, plus ability to rap and make zany video. Are you go now. Tune in next week for more At Home with a Buway. Oh, baby. And there you go. That's about it for this week's Arscast. No Friday press conference. No news. No rake of stories. To get us through the weekend, uh, Euro 2008 is coming up, of course. Arsenal interest in that? Quite limited, really. Some ex-Arsenal interest and some Swiss Arsenal interest and a bit of Dutch Arsenal interest if it's not at home with its leg up in the air. You know, if he was a horse, seriously, when Percy was a horse, they'd shoot him. No question about it. I, I really like Robin Van Percy. I think he's a fantastic player and a great talent. But if he was my horse, I would shoot him. Imagine the Lone Ranger. Robin Van Persie was pre-reincarnated. One of his previous lives was as a Lone Ranger's horse. Hi-ho, Silver and away! No, all right, you're limping again. Books, oh, look, here we go. I'm going to be scalped. You stupid fucking horse. I knew I should have shot you. So perhaps for, for everybody's sake, it is time for Robin Van Persie to become dog food. And on that note, uh, I'll I'll leave you and talk to you on next week's Irishcast and, of course, all next week on the blog. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Excuse me, Mr. Hillwood. Arson Wenger here to see you. Thank you very much, Mary. There, uh, Arson, um, sit down, sit down. I've got a bit of, um, news for you. Uh, I know this is probably going to be a bit unexpected, like, uh, but, uh, you're fired. Yeah, I know, I can see that look on your face. Why are you firing me? Well, we've been doing a bit of looking around, 
And it turns out that the internet knows more about football than you do. Yeah, it appears that, uh, frankly, you haven't got a clue what you're doing. And uh, we have put together a team of uh, crack experts who all comment on blogs uh, because uh, they know exactly why we haven't won anything for the last three years. Uh, as you can imagine, three years without a trophy is simply not good enough for a club like Arsenal. So, uh, basically, our new manager is going to be the internet. Yeah, you, you, you're a bit speechless. Yeah, I don't think many people saw that coming. Uh, we'll, we'll send you a nice clock and uh, maybe a basket of fruit. Right, uh, thanks, Arsene. Got, got to get on with the crossword here. Bye-bye now. Yeah, you can let yourself out now, mate. Cheers. Bye, bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.